Hey everyone, I have interesting new details to share about the alleged rape and sex scandal down in Florida. I, I know you're probably thinking like, oh, which one? <laughs> that's, that's a fair question. Um, this one is about the Florida State Republican Party Chair Christian Ziegler and his wife Bridget Ziegler, who's the co-founder of the right wing group uh, anti-LGBTQ uh, phenom called Moms for Liberty. And please continue to leave nicknames for them in the comment section. I really am enjoying them. Um, I think my favorite so far is Minivan Taliban. Anyway, so Bridget's husband is accused of raping a woman who had a threesome with them one year ago. And she's apparently been friends with Ziegler for more than 20 years. Ziegler hasn't been charged with any crimes yet. I want to say that again up front, but he is under investigation. And over the weekend, the search warrant affidavit was made public and it contained a bunch of new information. So here's the deal. Here are the details we now learn. The alleged victim told the police that she had plans to meet with the Zieglers, with the husband and wife, on October 2nd. Ziegler texted her and said, we're driving around. We are. And it, that meant he and his wife. So the woman asked, she texted back later and said, who, who all is coming over? And Ziegler texted, quote, prob just me this time, this time. So the woman who still hasn't been named texted Ziegler back. She, she wanted to cancel. She said, quote, sorry, I was mostly in for her. Sometime later, she went to leave her apartment and she claims that Christian Ziegler was waiting outside in the hallway. He went into her apartment and the affidavit said that that's when Ziegler allegedly raped her. It states, quote, Christian entered the apartment, bent the victim over the bar stool. The police have surveillance video, so it showed Ziegler arriving at the, uh, the woman's apartment complex. It showed him exiting the elevator, and then it also showed him leaving about 40 minutes later. So the alleged victim says she was in no condition to consent because it was her day off from work and she had been drinking tequila all day. Following the alleged incident, the woman said she called her twin sister and she told her, I've been raped. And so the sister went over there. The sister sat with her. Um, the woman, the sister said that she was very upset, but she wouldn't tell her who this man was. And then, as you all know from the audio I shared over the weekend, the woman's coworker, a friend of hers, called 911 on October 4th and reported that she hadn't been at work for two days. She wasn't, wouldn't talk to anyone else. She was concerned that the woman was going to take her own life. And the, then she reported this allegation to the police. So the authorities started to monitor messages between Ziegler and this woman. And the alleged victim told the authorities that Ziegler preferred to message her on Instagram because he liked to use their vanishing message feature to try to conceal his communications. You know, just like all honest, upstanding, moral, quote unquote, Christians do. Anyway, here are some of the most interesting exchanges between Ziegler and this alleged victim. Um, this is after they opened the investigation. So she was trying to get him to say you know admit to what he did um so the victim alleged victim says quote 
I am not okay with what happened the other day between us. He replies, quote, oh, that's not good. You are my friend, known you for like 20 years now. Woman, yeah, I know, but that was not cool. And you didn't bring her and then did that to me. Christian, quote, she was in, then couldn't because no response. Your friend, you're my friend. I actually like you as a person. So sorry you got upset, but I can leave you alone if you prefer. So what he was referring to there was apparently his wife, Bridget, was going to go with him. The woman wasn't responding to his messages quick enough. And so Bridget backed out. I don't know if she had other plans or what the deal was. But anyway, the woman responds to that and says, uh, quote, I don't know if I can do that anymore after what you did to me last time. It freaked me out. So again, he apologizes. He says he wants her to be happy. And then he tries to change the subject. The woman says, quote, I have not been able to work since you came over. So again, he mentions how they're friends. He tried to call her. You know, it's hard for me to text. The woman responds, quote, I really can't even talk to you right now. So he continued to try to change the subject and he offered her help. Then the woman asked him, quote, tell me why you think what you did was okay. But instead of answering that question, Ziegler wrote back saying, quote, where are you? Want to meet and chat? Worried about you. You are my friend. And the woman messaged back, quote, hell no, not after what you did to me. Do you under do you not understand? I am terrified of you. So instead of asking her why, he said, I have to go. I, I have to take off. And then he ends the call. And then he or he ends the text change and then he starts calling her. So clearly doesn't want anything in writing. So, I mean, all of this is so suspicious because if someone said those things to you and you truly did not do anything wrong, wouldn't you ask, what are you talking about? What do you mean? What, what did I do to you? What upset you so much? I don't understand where this is coming from. Like he kept just saying, you know, is everything okay? Is something going on with you? But he never asked like, what, what are you saying? What did I do? Right? So that's very odd. And the affidavit also says that the police recorded three phone calls between Ziegler and the woman. So in one call, the woman asked Ziegler why he forced her to have sex against her will. And Ziegler apparently said, you know, I never did that. And then he said, oh, you know what? I've got to go. I got a guy giving me a hard time. Do you mind if I call you later? And then so that's even more suspicious. Um, and then it gets even worse. There was another call in which the alleged victim mentions that Ziegler sexually assaulted her. And Ziegler says, quote, those are big words. Please don't. No, I didn't. You invited me in. That's it. I did not at all. And I never want you to feel that way. And then he reiterated, you're my friend. And then he asked her, do you need financial help? Do you need anything else? Very, very suspicious. Um, and then he also denied that she told him not to come over. So they had this back and forth about how she's like, you know, I told you, don't come here. I, I told you if she's not with you, don't come here. He's like, no, you didn't. You never said not to come over. 
So after a while, Ziegler became suspicious that the communication was being recorded and the alleged victim told him, just leave me alone, and then they ended the call. So the Herald Tribune reports that the woman was taken to Sarasota Memorial Hospital where they administered a rape kit. It's unclear though what date that was done. I don't know if that was done when she called her sister, like the day that it happened, or if this was two days later when her friend called the police. It's unclear from what I've read. Um, and then Ziegler was interviewed by the police on November 2nd. He admitted to the investigators that, yes, I did have sex with this woman on October 2nd, but he claims it was consensual. Yeah. So, you know, just like they say in the Bible. Um, he also said he recorded the encounter, but then he later deleted it. And then he said, oh, well, I recovered the video after the rape allegation came up and I uploaded it to Google Drive. Well, the police executed a search warrant uh, to Google. They searched Ziegler's Google Drive in November and they reportedly haven't found any video. Bridget Ziegler was also interviewed by the police on November 1st. And according to the affidavit, she, quote, confirmed having a sexual encounter with the victim and Christian over a year ago and that it only happened one time. So even if the rape isn't true, which, you know, we don't know yet for sure, but if it turns out to be a lie even, Christian and Bridget Ziegler are monumental hypocrites. They have now both admitted to having sex with another woman while married. I could not care less what two consenting adults do, but Bridget Ziegler has made it her life's mission to vilify the LGBTQ community. She doesn't want children supposedly to be exposed, quote unquote, to books that might actually help them to feel okay about themselves, to not feel like outcasts, to not feel like something is wrong with them. That's who this woman is. Bridget Ziegler also helped to push the don't say gay bill in Florida to push that through the legislation. I mean, I guess you're not supposed to say it. You're just supposed to do it behind closed doors while, while attacking others for doing the same thing, right? It, she also sits on a school board in Florida, and she has allowed people to call a gay board member a groomer. So is Bridget Ziegler a groomer then? I, I mean, she admits to having sex with someone of the same sex with another woman, so, I mean, I'm just asking because, you know, if they're okay with with that kind of rhetoric that people who are gay are groomers, I mean, then, you know, I'm just asking, is she a groomer? Should we be calling her one? Um, you know, and then, I mean, I mean, they're always Bible thumping and, oh, it doesn't say Adam and Steve, it says Adam and Eve. I mean, I, I don't think it says Bridget and Gidget either. So... You know, and then beyond that, again, they're both having sex with someone else outside of marriage. I'm not a Bible expert, but I could have sworn that it said something about not having relations outside of your marriage, not cheating. I could have sworn that women are supposed to be stoned when they commit adultery. So 
I, I just see all these right wing women running around unstoned. I don't get it. Like Marjorie Trader Green, who supposedly tr cheated twice on her husband and Bridget Ziegler. And I, I mean, if your husband is there, does that mean it's not cheating? I, I didn't know there was that carve out in the Bible is all I'm saying. Um, and, you know, we really have to blame the parents. And, and in that, I mean, Bridget Ziegler's parents, because they must have allowed her to be indoctrinated as a child, right? I mean, why else would she be interested in having sex with another woman unless she was, quote unquote, indoctrinated? Because, you know, according to them, being gay is a, quote unquote, choice, right, Bridge? You don't mind me calling you Bridge, do you? I mean, trust me, it's much nicer than the other name I have for you. But um, as for Christian Ziegler, he sent out an email to his supporters on Saturday, and he said he will not resign. He is just doubling down. He did not bother to address the infidelity in his marriage or the other allegations against him. But he wrote, quote, my family is rock solid. My wife is behind me 150%, and we have methods in place to protect our three children, just as we have with all previous attacks that we have faced. <laughs> and keep this in mind, this incident, whether a raper or not, whether rape or consensual, this occurred on a Tuesday mid-afternoon, like 2.30 in the afternoon on a, on a Monday or Tuesday, I think it was. This is what your hard-earned tax dollars are paying for, Florida. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm going to share the link to in the description box on YouTube and on the podcast uh, for the search warrant affidavit. That way you can read it if you'd like. Yeah, I mean, if they didn't have hypocrisy, what would they have on the right? All right. Uh, I will let you all know when I hear more about this. I guarantee there's going to be a lot more. So thank you all so much for watching and listening. Please like, please share and subscribe. Please donate if you can. Love you all. Take care. Talk with you soon.